Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show and welcome to another episode of Unmuted. I can see Tara, Tristan, Monica, Yelena. Thank you guys for tuning in live. Uh, if you're new here, uh, my name is Adnan and this show uh, is where we talk about inspiration, motivation and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. Um, and that includes you. So make sure, Mike, thank you for commenting. Uh, exactly. Make sure you comment uh, because this is a two-way street and I love having conversations with you guys. And um, uh, this is the 10th episode. We're in double digits, guys. Double freaking digits. Oh, that's another thing. We can't really cuss as much. Facebook yelled at me for, for too many cuss words. Um, my guest today is Samia Hassan. She is a life coach. She's a career coach. We'll get into what those two mean in just a bit. Uh, but she's also the founder of Unwind the Grind, which is a company uh, based, built around the idea of helping uh, millennials and people who want to grow their self-brand and giving them the tools uh, to achieve their goals. And we'll talk all, all about that in just a bit. Um, but yeah, make sure uh, you stay tuned for, for the conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. Uh, I've taken sessions uh, with Sami and myself, and they've been super beneficial for me and for the stuff I do. And uh, a little bit of why uh, this podcast happened, because she, uh, she made me feel like I should just go get some. Um, anyway, I've, I've been blabbing on. This is the intro before the intro. I always get really awkward uh, in, in this uh, moment with you guys alone. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for checking in. Uh, give it a share. If you share this, uh, this stream, it really helps us out. It spreads the word. And um, I'm going to hit the intro. We'll see you guys in just a bit. Oh, my God, Sammy. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Adnan. There, it's it, okay. It happens. Uh, you know, tech, tech gets the best of us. <laughs> so, so Ahmed's saying um, it went off when I started doing the introduction. Uh, so that <laughs> that's a good place uh, to jump off on. Um, Judy, Ahmed, Mike, uh, Tara, let me know if you can hear Samia. And uh, let me know if everything's clear. Yeah. Hey, guys. So the, the thing is, the thing is, uh, I'm into uh, post-production mostly. For, for those of you that don't know, I do a lot of editing. And this is the very equal, exact opposite world for me so live is like a completely new world i can't just sit and edit and take care of it in uh by myself in the dark it's uh everything's happening right in front of you guys so uh, my apologies for for the insane tech uh issues but samia please introduce yourself to these people no worries. Um, i've tried a few <laughs> times but it's been sure failing. sure sure <laughs> no worries i'll keep looking at the other screen just so i know you know if the audio goes off again but thank you so much for having me and uh yeah so like you said i'm a career coach leadership coach i'm the founder of unwinded grind we are a platform for millennials so we have coaching uh, i consult with companies where millennials work so um, it's like engaging and retaining the millennial workforce building their leadership capabilities um and i work with uh, both corporate professionals as well as entrepreneurs and it's around really helping them see who they are achieve what they're capable of build their brand um so yeah that's pretty much what i do that's one of the things i wanted to talk to you about is 
there, there's two terms, right? A career coach and a life coach. And I feel like you merge mm -hmm. the two uh, the, in, in like this bundle um, to like also help them get uh, a couple of things they could, uh, tools they could use within their everyday life and things for, for business. Um, could you just tell me a little bit about the difference between the two? And is that something intentional or how did you go across uh, doing mm -hmm. that? Sure, sure, sure. I think um, it's very difficult to put coaching in boxes because when we talk to people or clients, it's about our whole lives, right? So even though it's to be career coaching or leadership coach or business, that's how it works, not okay? Yeah, it's stuck. Is it better now? Yeah, you're back. There we go. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. so I was saying that keep uh, uh, stuck. I don't know what it is I, about I just today. Talking. Really, you know, if um, it's not audible, mm, that. It's a bad day. It's just a bad day. <laughs> it's just a it's just a bad day for So they're for saying the they can they can hear us. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's something uh, In the comments the, they're saying they can hear us. Yeah. They can hear us, but something's off with the internet cuz uh, cuz it's cutting up um, a lot for us. I don't know. Um, we're going to let's power through this as much as we can. If it's completely useless, uh, we'll uh, we'll make a uh, schedule for another another uh, stream another episode um sure, sure let's try let's try a few more times okay. uh i think the internet everyone's working uh so tata saying i think it's the internet everyone's on work calls all day knows this um mm -hmm. yeah it's it's been a it's been a crazy time for for the internet in general like everything it's over uh what's the word over uh used under pressure <laughs> but um yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely uh it's definitely slower but we're gonna try and get through this um let's see if it works if it doesn't we're gonna reschedule and you guys could tell us in the comments where we're paying attention to everything if uh, if it gets a little too stuck or anything like that mm -hmm. so yeah let's jump back into uh, life coach versus career coach Okay, so what I was saying before was that um, it's very difficult to put coaching into boxes. So yes, I do specialize as a career coach, but when you are working with clients, be it about their careers, work or businesses, definitely life comes in the way because work is part of our life. So it's not like, you know, if I'm having a conversation with you, let's say, and you have some, uh, you know, um, life related issues or, you know, situations i'm not going to say no I, we're not going to talk about it we're just going to stick to work so it doesn't work that way and when i say I, I talk a lot about and i coach on a lot about self-development and when it comes to um self-development uh, be it our uh, strengths our values our passions our limiting thoughts um, our mental blocks, all of that has to do with life because it has to do with the experiences you've been through um, as a child, as an adult, at work, you know, outside work. So definitely it's a full, it's a full package for sure. Um, I remember reading, uh, I don't know if I read it or saw, saw a talk, someone saying that there's no such thing as work-life balance. 
um, because having that balance yeah. <laughs> differentiates the two. Um, and yeah. that like if you get a promotion at work that affects your life and if you say get into a car accident in life that will affect your work mm, so there is no mm, such thing as work-life mm. balance is that is that something that um like resonates with you oh totally totally i always talk about work-life integration because work-life balance means as if they're both separate and they both uh you know reside in their own boxes it's like putting things in the box which is not true and even the way we work it's no longer the nine to five and this is when my work is going to start and this is when it's going to end it's just integrated in our life so much we work from anywhere anytime all the time um, and at the end of the day what matters is how much you love what you do and once you have found something that you're passionate about and you really like what you're doing uh, it's automatically going to make your life better because it's not about the hours it's about the energy and the enthusiasm and the performance and the productivity uh, that's that's something I, I wanted to talk to you about as well because your company is called uh, which I really appreciated it's, it's your it's called unwind the grind and yes in in a grind culture in the culture that we're living in now where everyone it's like if you're not stressed you're not working hard enough everyone's posting photos of them up at 3 a.m uh, working as hard as they can it, it kind of uh, somehow it turned into the society kind of rewards people for uh, pushing much harder than they should be or much harder than they mm. usually do um tell me what made you think of unwind the grind and uh, like this anti-grind culture philosophy sure 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 so i was myself in the grind for like way too long almost a decade um i was working with a big you know corporate uh, organization procter and gamble um, in brand management marketing for 10 years and uh, it was all great uh, great experience a lot of learning and growth but then of course as you grow up in the corporate ladder and as you are part of that environment you realize how much you know you get sucked into it uh, it becomes comfort zone to the point that you don't want to leave because it's just so comfortable um so I think the inspiration came from the fact that again this 9 to 5 grind and just like you know subscribing to this uh, school of thought that uh, you have to do things a certain light by the rules of the corporate culture uh, is not something that definitely I endorse and um, what I see now is that that corporate culture grind is now now converted to the entrepreneur, uh, you know, whether you grind, uh, you, you know, you go through a grind or you hustle um, in the corporate world or startup or, or as an entrepreneur, that you should first find truly love you're passionate about and you do it in a way that works with your emotional and mental well-being. So you don't have to kill yourself. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you don't have to do all-nighters and, you know, uh, really kill yourself um, to make your startup grow. So again, that was the idea and why and how we executed it is, is because we thought that we will provide experiences to people so they can unwind from the grind that they're going through, be it, again, be it startup or corporates. Uh, so we had um, now, again, events. We used to have events, not anymore, not this year. And definitely, I don't think in the foreseeable future, it's become a jinx word. But we, we hosted a lot of community events where these young people, millennials could come, relax, unwind, you know, get inspired, get motivated, talk to like-minded people, grow their network, which is obviously essential, um, you know, in their business and in this market especially. And um, uh, we did this one way was through community events and the other was through coaching, through workshops, 
through consulting with companies. So we had like sort of different B2B, B2C offerings. And, you know, this is how we build this community. So we have, let's say, more than 2000 millennials based in Dubai who are part of our community, um, split equally between different industries, functions, um, male, female, you know, corporate startups, everything. Um, and yeah. So do you think there's... Because I, I know I know just from like the people around me and stuff, do you, do you think there's more, there's a lot more uh, freelancers and entrepreneurs and people that uh, kind of uh, do business on their own uh, than there used to be at least, mm-hmm. right? Is that is that why you specify millennials uh, specifically? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like UAE is a big, you know, SME market. So there are a lot of business owners and, you know, self-employed people, freelancers as well. And uh, the reason I chose millennials, I chose millennials, let's say, is because it's a, it's a, it's a growing demographic. The population of the region is young. And I feel also that this segment of the population as they're growing now. And uh, at the time when I started four years ago, um, entering workforce or in their mid to senior sort of years, and they need a lot of clarity, a lot of direction on where to go in their careers. So, um, again, be it any stage of their uh, career, they because there are so many options out there these days for people to choose from, they want to explore, they want to learn, they're not sure whether um, startup world is right for them or corporate culture is right for them. Um, and uh, they need a little bit of sort of uh, help in facilitating how to go about it. Because yes, there's uh, plenty of information, abundant information out there. But then when you look inside and you do the inner work, the deeper work, there's obviously, you know, uh, not everyone is up to the mark over there. Speaking of the inside and the inner work, um, I've done I've done a couple of sessions with you um, that have been put on pause because of uh, the social distancing and everything. But w- you, you spoke a little bit about what you used to do before this, uh, 10 years in the company, and then you decided to branch out and basically build a business based around helping other people build their businesses. What mm-hmm. uh, what was the motivation behind that? What's something that sitting at home you say I want to I want to try and and do this for for other people? Mm-hmm. I think the the motivation uh, came later. First, it was about uh, I exactly knew what I didn't want to do, which is I, I didn't want to stay in that corporate culture. I didn't want to work in FMCG marketing and continue selling soaps and shampoo and detergents. I was very clear that that's something I don't want to do. Um, and I think I was naturally, even when I was in PNG, I was naturally gravitating more towards people development. So even in the last couple of years at uh, PNG, I was doing more uh, recruitment, training, mentoring, coaching, leading a big team, um, managing people. And I think um, once I worked uh, with my coach on myself, on my strengths and passion and values, I realized that people development overall is something where I find myself, uh, it's in line with who I am um, and I think that's where it all began because um, as, as a coach you have to do a lot of self-development work right so all the coach trainings that we take like I've done NLP uh, I'm an NLP practitioner I've done strength coaching ICF certified all of that so as you do that work you really get deeper into your own self and once you do that you realize even more what your purpose is and mission is and vision is and I think my strengths and everything naturally lends itself to people development to really enabling people be the best version of themselves really helping them see who they are um, achieve what they're capable uh, of and we do it in a very uh, positive way in a very strength-based way so 
So we look at it's not like you know you oh, you don't have that or you're weak at that and let's fix it. It's not a fixing sort of mindset. It's more about this is what you're good at. These are your strengths. Let's build from there. Let's let's see how we can uh, hone in on these strengths and really you know uh, take it further. further. Now I'll be I'll be honest with you. Before uh, we did our sessions, if someone was to tell me you know you uh, y- you get to hang out with someone for a bit uh, who helps you, oh, like the the word the th- statements you were saying like look in uh, inside yourself and figure out what you want to do. And I wasn't one of the people that like gravitated towards any of that. I was like that's a bunch of hocus pocus. I don't know how anyone. <laughs> We sit around and talk about stuff and I'll figure out what I want. But then when we did that session, I was like, yo, this is, this is working. <laughs> this is cool. Um, <laughs> it was, it was very, very different for me. It, it was something very, very new. Um, and, uh, and I think the way you link, um, like the personal, the person with what they do is very, very cool. Um, d- is there anyone, has anyone come, uh, to, for a session or, or for any help that you've just looked turned around and said you know what you shouldn't be doing this kind of work at all is there are people in the wrong positions yeah 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 so and, and you can tell that from their energy because if somebody is doing something and they're not happy doing that they're not passionate about it it's just monotonous and tedious you can tell from how much energy they're bringing uh, to the table in their work. So sometimes I do get people who are really actually depressed um, and they're they just, you know, grinding it out. They're just in those jobs or in that business and don't want to do it. And most of the time people know the answer themselves. It's just that they want an external validation and someone else to let them know. So I think it's, it's a matter of um, what I was saying before when we got cut off is that coaching is not something that I'm going to sit and then you've experienced this with me. It, it's we don't give answers. We don't offer advice. We don't tell you what to do. So you have all the answers within you. And our job as coaches is to ask the right questions, the powerful questions to extract those answers from within you. And I think that's why it's so powerful, because once we do that, that's when you see a lot of transformation and a lot of ownership, because once that light bulb moment in your mind is going to be lit then you'll see ah okay aha uh-huh, now i see it you know like you just said that before you didn't believe in it and once you uh, go, went through it yourself uh, you saw the difference so i think um, the clients who come to me for sure there have been all kinds of people transformation does take time so it's not like you know in a couple of sessions the person is going to be like a completely different person in, in, in a few sessions it takes time a client some of them have you know been with me for uh, a year two years and uh, over different life stages career stages you know we keep on connecting um and working on different things at different times yeah absolutely um i i think i think it's it's a it's a massive like for me mentally i can't even imagine being able to uh sit with someone and and get all the stuff out uh and then you know dissect it and plan it and it's just it's just such a massive uh, (laughs) job that you do it it's it's i find it really really amazing like genuinely intriguing uh, for just out of curiosity and and having experienced it, I think it's one of those things that's like, especially because I had no idea. I haven't done any anything close to mm. it, um, so it's it's still very very uh, intriguing to me. 
Um, I, yeah, um, it's, it's very sensitive as well. It's very like, you know, it's, it's a huge responsibility on our shoulders as well, because like you said, at the same time, you have to juggle with so many things. You're on one hand trying to take the client to the outcome, to goal, the objective that they want, but then their limiting beliefs and, you know, mental blocks get in the way and you have to work with those, resolve those, and it's deep inner work. So it's, it's also quite sensitive because you don't want to, like, for instance, we make a clear differentiation if somebody is seeking therapy or they are, they have a clinical depression or a problem we don't deal with that so that's you know you just immediately say that you go to a therapist and coaching is not for that uh but yeah it's it's tricky but that's what makes it uh worth it <laughs> i want to uh to jump uh, push the question to the comments um let me know if you guys uh, are freelancers or have freelanced uh, in the past um whether whether you guys uh have been uh, you know uh, self-employed at any point or if you've been uh, working for a company or, or working for someone else um, just out of curiosity I want to know uh, how, how you guys are uh, over in the comments um, Mike is saying I worked in a quarry for a while my mentor pretty much told me why not my mentor pretty much told me why not get back to cooking and music uh, so far I'm back to cooking I have to work out a little bit more before I hit up the music a lot happier cooking for people although stone masonry it wasn't for me that's awesome and uh, by mentor do you mean uh, someone that was uh, that that was coaching you or was it uh, just a mentor that you had personally in your personal life let me know uh, which one of those it is mike um wow thanks for the recognition anytime man thank you Every, if you guys um like the stream share it or uh, react to it in any way the uh i think right here uh your your uh, names pop up with a big thank you because it really does mean the world to me it uh that's what keeps this thing going um and the more the more people we can have on here the the bigger the tribe gets the more people we can inspire hopefully and motivate to go out and do their things um speaking of that samia uh, do you have any stories that you can share i know there's like um client privilege to to some degree uh you don't you can't name anyone or anything but is there any stories where uh when you think back of like that was amazing i got to see this person from this a to z uh is there any any cool stories like that uh, from from your coaching a lot a lot a lot so uh, and different kinds of people so there have been stories where people have left their corporate job they were on the verge of on the brink of you know uh, deciding whether to quit or not but then they quit and then they figured out uh, together you know with uh, with the work that we did they figured out what is it that they want to do choose the right career path for them and then go on and build that business or that new uh, uh, they say about um, putting themselves out there so they didn't really have a brand uh, doing my, not much on you know their personal brand or their thought leadership so we worked on that and you know really put themselves out there and uh, build that brand online also for me some of the most fulfilling ones is where we do that inner work where someone's mindset shifts um, so they used to think in a certain way and that thought or that path thinking would lead to certain kind of results and they would not see how it's getting in the way and it's holding them back so much and then through our sessions and through the work we you know went to the root cause of what was causing that pattern of thinking 
and what was holding them back and fixing that and changing that. And through that, uh, once that, let's say, knot is deep, everything else flows, everything falls. The, the limiting thoughts uh, were resolved. Uh, so that is extremely, extremely fulfilling. We we uh, lost you for a second uh, somewhere in there, um, but I think I think everyone uh, got most most of that. There was a there was like a split <laughs> second where you got stuck. Um, yeah, for okay. for those for those just tuning in, Abla, thank you for tuning in. Abla, thank you for tuning in. Uh, for those just tuning in, um, we're talking to Samia. She's a career life coach. She started her own company uh, that helps out millennials and everyone really uh, to get the tools. Uh, they need to achieve their goals and uh, through their career and their life, um, which is uh, super cool. Um, we we're just talking about some of the highlights uh, and what her favorite part of the job is. And um, I want to uh, to bring it back to the comments uh, because we got some answers here. Um, Judy says, I'm a teacher. I took a leave of absence and opened a daycare facility and I'm back to teaching. It's my passion. Awesome, Judy. Uh, it, you opened a uh, a daycare facility and then uh, uh, you is it still open or is it something that you, you don't do anymore and you're just fully back to teaching i know you're uh, you're full-time teaching i think um mike says mentor for the lodge a masonic mentor he's pretty much like a father figure to me forgive me i keep forgetting whole words out from excitement <laughs> no worries mike we get the gist of uh, of all everything you're saying so don't worry about leaving all the money that's awesome man um so your mentor is the one who uh, who told you to get back to cooking and music um i'm stoked to hear your music i know you're a rock fan uh and you were you were in bands for a while um joy what's up joy thank you for tuning in uh she's a freelance coach as well uh, but do this full-time job uh, with vulnerable children and young adults. I coach people online around the world who can't afford it, uh, so it's free and who have, who have to support their families back home. Uh, most start out with a negative mindset that things can't change, and when it does, it's an, when it does, it's an amazing achievement for them. Absolutely, Joy. Uh, I think you and Sammy have a lot more in common uh, than <laughs> than we know. That's awesome. You're, you're a freelance coach and you, uh, you do that. I remember uh, in one of the episodes, Joy, you left your uh, email, uh, which was very, very kind, very generous for the people watching if they needed free coaching. Uh, so thank you for everything you do. Um, Dana says, play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, this isn't a, a gaming stream. I'm sorry, Dana. <laughs> but I will eventually at some point. But I think people are expecting gaming streams on Facebook these days. That is... Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to pin the comments. There we go. Um, so yeah, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about um, how to manage uh, your emotions and your state of mind in, in this lockdown, in quarantine, in this insane time we're living in. Um, if anyone was hmm. watching the news yesterday... It's like, uh, uh, what's the heart-wrenching, anxiety-inducing uh, madness uh, every, every time I turn the news on just to figure out, like, not even just about the, uh, the virus and everything that's happening. It's economy, the oil prices are going crazy. So um, is there any, any tools and tricks that we can use uh, for, for mm. just our mental state during this time? 
<laughs> well, we're going through various mental stages. It's been now in Dubai at least it's week six of quarantine and. You know, it's who would have thought they would be stuck at home for so long. I think um, one point we're all realizing um, as we go through this, it's the first time the world has gone through something like this collectively. So, and 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 what what we're experiencing is actually grief. Now, uh, it might sound like a heavy word, and we only associate grief with death, but actually, grief is anything you feel when you have a loss of something, right? So it could be a loss of a person, loss of a relationship, loss of a job, loss of business, loss of uh, you know, and and. and in this um, uh, pandemic, we have had several losses uh, of several things within the same family. So, if you talk about, you know, for instance, uh, the the person who's working, it's the loss of business, loss of work. For everybody, it's the loss of uh, going out, um, loss of physical touch, contact with people. Uh, for kids, it's loss of school, loss of friends, loss of seeing people. Somebody would have their their prom, their birthday, their graduation. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's so much that it's so hard to comprehend and we're all going through it at the same time collectively so you might think that okay um, I'm going through this today but then you know the other person would uh, fill in for me but guess what their tank is also empty so it's like you know we're all uh, in these different stages of uh, dismissal, uh, denial, grief, um, anger, bargaining, um, anticipating what's going to happen and not seeing any end in sight. So I think um, the first thing is, and, and the reason I'm going on about it, is to normalize it, to say that it's okay. We have never seen these unprecedented times and these unusual, strange, weird times before. We don't know when the end is going to come. doesn't look like it's near. Uh, it doesn't look like it's a sprint. It looks like it's a marathon. Even when things get back to normal, they're not going to ease up, like go back to 100% to what they were before, right? You're going to have a new normal. You'll have to adjust to things in a different way. And to normalize means uh, to say that it's okay. It's okay to feel this way, to accept uh, your feelings, your emotions, not to dismiss them, not to minimize them, not to fix them that, oh, okay, you have this feeling and thought come over you and you are just dismissing it. Oh, it's not a big deal. There are people dying. I have everything. Uh, no, I'm feeling shitty today. I'm feeling shitty today. Yes, because we get into this whole comparative, let's say, suffering uh, mindset where we compare our uh, problems and our uh, issues with other people um, and we minimize it somehow that, uh, no, it's not a big deal. It's going to be fine. Uh, I've only gotten a salary cut. Some other people have already lost their jobs. It's going to be or other people tell you this. So when you share, let's say, you know, I come to you and I say that I'm feeling really bad today and you're like, oh, you're living in a big house and you have a big car and you have da da da, da and look at all those other people and they don't have food to eat. Yeah, but I am feeling I, that that doesn't make my feeling go away. So normalize, accept, don't minimize, don't try to fix, uh, listen to other people, be present. Um, I think presence uh, in this time is absolutely essential and we've seen how as our lives have slowed down and we've um, uh, really connected and bonded more with our families, we are finding how much we were missing on quality time with our loved ones. Because, you know, life was busy with things and stuff and stuff to do and uh, work and everything, you know, took precedence over spending quality time with our loved ones. that let's continue let's uh, be present for each other and and presence means that we are fully there we are there we are listening we're actively listening we are curious we ask questions we are empathetic we are kind uh, and you know the magic is that the more we do it 
for others the more we feel it ourselves so if you're feeling that you're isolated and you're not loved and you're not cared for and you're uh, you don't have any energy create that be kind to other people them take care of them a day into your routine be it through anything and this is where again strengths come in right because if you are self aware and if you know what you're good at what are the things you like dislike um and you're really why you're feeling a certain way and what can uplift your mood simple things it could be a workout it could be making a you know cooking it could be um talking to to your spouse to your partner it could be playing with your kids um and these little things go a long way because now we're only left with these little things so the more we do them and the more we are consciously engaged in them um the more we'll feel better yeah absolutely and i think i think uh what you said about um the comparative thing this is this is something that's massive uh in in today's climate it's it seems like that's all anyone can do um if you do feel bad you can't and if you're not working mm-hmm. as hard you shouldn't um if if you're not using this time to you know work out uh, as much as you can so you can be i think there's something trending on twitter like uh, a quarantine body or something like that where everyone's competing with It's each crazy, other it's crazy 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 i think we we need to absolutely limit our time on social media and uh from news like i know more than 10 days i get you no know, talking to me about it but i don't go through it myself because it will drive you crazy and and the worst thing is that because people love to share and gloat and uh show off so much it's just become a productive the contest guys it's the first time the world has ever seen it is not a productivity uh, or a performance three workouts and i uh, you know had 16 meetings or like you know <laughs> just cut it out and just let people be um yeah so um i'm going to jump into the comments before i want to talk about uh, social media a little more um but i just want to jump into the comments Uh, Abla saying why only millennials uh, mm-hmm. somewhat older than that uh, also need inspiration and Judy replied to her saying maybe we handle stuff better uh, what is your take on that <laughs> uh, yeah so in terms of target audience yes we we talk about millennials but of course we don't turn our you know close the doors on people who are not millennials so anyway millennial is quite a broad uh, age group so it's anyone who's let's say 22 to 38 years old and millennials are now getting older uh, as well um so it's a pretty broad group but then yes of course i've worked with people who are 40 45 50 as well um and i think again like i said it's just the the demographic that speaks to me more that i feel needs more clarity more direction and i get naturally the interest more from from these people um yeah tata saying i absolutely hate when someone minimizes what you're doing through uh because someone else has it worse what you're going through because mm. someone else has it, has it worse uh, yeah that's that's the comparative thing i think is is the the hardest thing uh, going on right now um i always and you know the the issue is sorry no no keep going 
Yeah, I was going to say the issue is that we are not taught these things uh, as we grow up. So we are not taught how to do empathy right, how to be emotionally intelligent, how to respond, you know, when someone shares their their problem or their feelings or how they're feeling. We get into this awkward, uncomfortable uh, position. We don't know what to say, so we naturally go into the fixer mode, the problem mm-hmm. solver mode. Oh, have you thought about this? Have you done this? Have you done that? And it pisses people off. They are not looking for problem solving. They're not looking for advice. They're just looking for someone to be there to listen to them. Them, to hold that space to say it's tough it's it's hard it's not easy but we're going to get through this um so i think the more we realize uh, how to do it and and this time is a good lesson for all of us uh the better our relationships are going to be absolutely i completely agree and i think i think those are words um if you guys are tuning in take them to heart i think uh, ev- everyone needs to hear this um i'm going to butcher your name i i know i've butchered it before you really need to tell me how to say it properly uh Waikuru says uh my statement is positive statement i wasn't a normative one it wasn't a normative one either way people have to adjust or change change or die they say that's a that's a dark way of looking at it but um uh, yeah i think uh, i think change is very important um as long as it's within the context of something you want to achieve i think uh, i don't think um uh, in terms of like the comparative uh situation that's happening these days where you see someone else doing something so you think that's exactly what we have to do uh in that in that sense yeah i i i don't think that should be it but change is very very important absolutely and i think um i'm someone that uh has always found it very very difficult to change i'm a nester i uh, i am someone that has only done a certain amount of things my entire life i've made videos and i've made music and it was very very hard for me uh, to do anything else um including uh, this live stream uh, for example or even even as stupid as it sounds doing music with other people outside of my band i find it difficult so um so change for me is is one of those things that stepping out of the comfort zone a stepping uh kind of uh, challenging yourself in a healthy way and um and even uh i've i've said it at the beginning of the stream even uh taking sessions with samia was uh, was something very different for me it's um it was uh, definitely a step out of my comfort zone and it was a change that uh, that i embraced and then found very very positive results from and what is it that helps you uh, adopt or embrace this change um i found I found that I really uh, work well when I just uh I have to censor it cuz Facebook yelled at me but when I really f myself over uh when I dive head first into the concrete and um just just start doing something instead because I when I plan I always my result is always negative if I sit here and plan exactly how I'm supposed to do uh this episode for example um I'll find a million ways uh where it can go wrong how it can go wrong and why it won't work mm, mm. but um when when i just start and figure it out along the way and with repetition and practice uh i found that that's that's basically the only way my brain knows how to handle it and then a year from mm. now uh being uh not able to do this for example would be super strange <laughs> those are those are the only mm. uh that's the only way i was able to do it john baker mm. in the comments welcome john and that's great and then it's proven uh, 
you're cutting up. Sorry, I was just shouting out John. Uh, we'll get to his comment in a bit. Uh, keep go going. Ahead, go ahead. I, There's a bit of a, a delay here, uh, so sorry guys mm. about that. But um, John Baker says, sometimes people don't reach out for help and getting answers sometimes is what the person wants. Uh, bro, let's extend that comfort zone and collaborate. Absolutely, man. Uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to collaborate with you on some music. Um, John Baker's from uh, a metal band in Bahrain uh, called Motor Militia. You guys should check them out. Thanks, John Baker. See, it pops up on the screen as well. Um, but yeah, some, sometimes people uh, do reach out for help and getting answers uh, sometimes is what the person wants. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, you, were, you were about to uh, jump into to a little change. Um, I'm curious about uh, your change as well, because 10 years in corporate, jumping straight into uh, working for yourself, building up a company. How was that transition? Tough as hell, <laughs> but I think uh, well worth it. Uh, that's another thing, right? We don't see that in the moment when we're uh, knee deep into something and, you know, it sucks and I can't do this and it's so shitty and why did I do this or that? And then over uh, after a couple of months or years, once we have learned and grown and stretched ourselves out of the comfort zone, uh, achieved stuff, then we realize, oh, wow, it was, it was so worth it. So I think in my case, it was... Um, like I said before, I was so clear on what I didn't want to do that it was almost a feeling of liberation when I left the corporate and, you know, started my own thing. I was so, let's say, high on uh, energy and enthusiasm and um, this new, let's say, you know, kind of venturing into a new uh, career um, industry. Um, and along the way, of course, there have been bumps and pivots and improvising and learning things uh, along. But I think the amount of learning and growth I've had uh, and joy and fulfillment I've had in the last four years, I haven't had uh, in a long while. So personally, professionally, at every level, I've grown so much and I wouldn't trade it off for anything. So this next comment kind of goes into what you were saying, and I want to ask you about that. Um, the support system when you're doing something uh, like a giant leap into working for yourself, building your own business, um, a passion and creative in the creative industry, like blogging, music, videography, etc., requires a strong support from family environment and from within you. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, the, the the madness of working from t ten years in a in a corporate and then jumping. Uh, into building your own business that must you must have had massive support uh, from family and uh, and from the people around you for sure for sure it was my husband uh, who kind of pushed me because you know uh, I was always independent and earning and supporting my own family my parents so it was not an easy decision financially as well um, and he was the one to sort of you know push me and tell me that go for your passion you're miserable here uh, do whatever you like to do and we together as a family we work things out and um, it was it was the biggest relief because um, it, it's not easy to say no to a hefty stable paycheck coming in every month uh, my parents to this day uh, and they can in um, it's difficult for them to uh, uh, buy this idea of what exactly do I do what is what is entrepreneurship what is coaching so they don't understand anything of this so uh,
we, we lost you towards the end there. Uh, you, you were saying when you said you're so happy, you are, I think they, it's easy for them to come. The, the, the stuck now. Yeah, yeah, the connections uh, is kicking in and out uh, on our call. Uh, we lost her again for a second. If you could uh, just, oh, I think you are stuck. We'll, um, yeah, we lost her again. We were talking about uh, uh, her support system um, when she was uh, jumping in to uh, to the world of, of entrepreneurship and building her own business. Uh, I'm going to talk to you guys for a minute until we figure out uh, if she can jump back on the call. And um, yeah, so, so I... I haven't had uh i don't know if you guys know this but i haven't actually had like a nine to five job uh or worked for someone else um since high school uh which is uh is an insane uh, thing to say i feel uh it's one of those things that um that i i kind of i'm proud of but i really don't uh recommend at the same time it's uh, the most stressful one of the most stressful things uh, about what I do. But, um, oh, and we're back, I think. Yeah, I can hear you now. Awesome. Uh, we can see you. Uh, if you could just recap uh, what you were saying, we got up to um, uh, your support system uh, from from uh, going corporate to uh, doing your own thing. And uh, you're saying your husband mm -hmm. was uh, the one who pushed you, but your parents didn't really understand uh, what you were doing and still don't to this to this uh, day yeah yeah also oh, so you heard all of it <laughs> that's exactly oh, that... what i said uh, okay, cool. yeah yeah <laughs> i was i was just telling the guys um uh while you were reconnecting uh i've physically never had a, a nine to five um or a day job uh since high school um i've i've been either freelancing or uh, hustling somehow uh trying to make money um without without doing the the nine to five up until we built a company here in dubai a production company uh with jm and bailuni both who have been on the show um and uh my parents have still to this day have no idea uh how how i've survived this long and they don't know they still don't know what i do um a couple of times my name <laughs> my name popped up on screen in the credits for films we've made and stuff and uh, that kind of uh solidified the the film side of things but um it's very it's a very difficult uh occupation uh to to explain to people that are mm. somewhat fairly traditional yeah. yeah 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 for sure um but i i was i was also saying uh working for yourself is uh very difficult i was telling the guys i i it's something that i i try to push people to not push people but like uh motivate people to do if they can um but also if you ask me what should i not do with my life i'll be like <laughs> work for yourself because it's super exhausting <laughs> and actually judy just commented it is it is working for yourself is exhausting it is absolutely yeah yeah and not everybody's cut out to do that so you know i get people and clients come to me and uh naturally there are people who are very entrepreneurial very creative visionary um 
and they can't somehow find the self motivation within them to keep going and this perseverance and grit and even even to the point of uh, having that self motivation to be on routine to to have a routine and to have goals and things to do and tasks every day and keep pushing when there's nobody else to pat you on the back nobody else to talk to nobody else to brainstorm with or have meetings with or share your fears or concerns with uh, it's all you uh, and initially when i left my company this is this was one of the hardest things as well uh, very motivated very driven no problems with that but the lack of people because i'm a big extrovert i need people around me all the time um, coming from a big team big office big you know huge corporate environment where we would brainstorm and have meetings and you know just have that energy uh, and buzz of people um, to being confined in your room in your house with pjs on getting out of bed and you know every day looks the same um, so, and then i had to find hacks around it so then i would you know uh, in terms of change of scenery i would go out work from cafes co-working spaces um, talk to people joined various communities and networks and events and um, support system within the community um, have still have to this day three to four work related people i could go to to you know to bounce off ideas um, created a mastermind group within our community where we all come together as uh, solopreneurs entrepreneurs freelancers and we really you know meet once a month and bounce off ideas share updates about our business uh, brainstorm together help each other connect each other with the right people uh, and this is absolutely important um, you can't survive in isolation alone by yourself um, if you're any one of those freelancers solopreneur entrepreneur whatever and whichever line of work you're in because you need people to raise awareness to you know um, discuss get better So that's that's a great segue um, into today's world. Uh, you're saying uh, surviving by yourself is is very difficult. You need people around you, and a lot of people are working from home these days. Um, the option of of going to the office, the option of going to a cafe, is off the table now. Um, what are hmm. what are your your tips for surviving uh, working from home, especially for those people that uh, aren't used to it? Um, I know there's a lot of people that are still uh, going out to work. Especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, essential, thank you everyone that's on the front lines from medical staff all the way to the grocery grocery clerks. Um, without you guys, the rest of the world wouldn't be able to do it. But for those that can work from mm-hmm. home and and um, are are trying to make the best out of the situation, what are some of the things that we can do to uh, to just ease into the the work from home life? Sure, sure. So when I speak to people on this, I find two uh, sort of uh, people divided into two sections. Let's say one are people who are uh, having meetings all day long. So these are people who are super occupied and are, you know they need time away from the screen, away from Zoom, and they've just had too much of people interaction through obviously through the screen, but uh, they need some time away from it. And then there are people who don't have enough work. because obviously businesses and times and the way economy is working uh work is gone which means interaction is gone meetings is gone and you're pretty much by yourself um so i would say that still from a work per- i'll I'll, co- i'll cover the work perspective first and then the social side of things uh, so from a work perspective no matter how miserable or bad the situation is and no matter let's say your business is completely wiped off you have no clients nothing zero payment coming even then it's upon you take the time take the time to absorb it digest it um you know give space to your emotions and whatever you're feeling once you're done with that phase you need to have goals 
even in these times you need to have goals yes realistic goals yes goals that uh, you feel that yes you're stretching yourself a bit but they are uh, doable and you can achieve them but you need to absolutely have goals because goals is something that is going to push you to do stuff and it's very easy to slide into our pjs and stay in our pjs all day long binging netflix and eating sitting on a couch and you don't want to do that so yes you don't want to be super tough on yourself like we covered before but at the same time you don't want to be super relaxed and get into the mindset of a uh, collective misery uh, that everybody's suffering and nobody has work and nobody has business so why should i bother and i'm not the only one so at least there's no fomo on the loss of business front uh, but no you want to push yourself you want to at least by the end of it you want to make sure that you come out of it as a more resilient stronger better person who learned from it and who did whatever he could in his limited capacity to uh, push your work and your business forward so make those goals uh, make those smart goals specific measurable achievable realistic time bound goals and uh, work towards them initially i was also finding it really difficult to absorb all of these losses and not knowing what to do how to go about it and then i sat down put my list of goals um, and really uh, along with that work with it in a way that suits my personality so every day i know that i have to have some kind of connection with people or let's say through interaction with people i need to have i'm still here yeah but uh, the i think the mic changed i think something happened i can't hear you one second no worries We'll uh, okay. we'll jump back in in a sec. Uh, I could still hear my, you. I my think your AirPods you're... got disconnected. One second. Okay, that's fine. Uh, today is an episode of uh, of a lot of technical uh, glitches, but we're we're working through them. I'll I'll we're put working. the other. I think my AirPods went out of battery. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait for you to get those uh, up and running. Um, Uh, Joy saying yes, I do agree about having goals definitely, but also have a nice cake in the cupboard. <laughs> Never lose. Uh, S O H. Uh, what is S O H? I'm. What that means. Um, but I, I've I've obviously had some cake. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell. Uh, I've I've been also Todd has been making um, bread uh, this quarantine, so I've I've had a lot of bread. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. But um, yeah, exactly. Um, w w the for me, the the balance between having goals and uh, and having um, kind of cutting yourself some slack is is difficult. I have days where I'm just like everything's gone to shit. I hate everything. There's nothing's ever gonna work. And days where I'm like, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't really care. Um, Joy mm. saying S O H uh, is sense of humor. Thank you, Joy, for cleaning that up. I had no, no idea that it was abbreviated. Um, there is a question up there. Uh, sadly, the parameters of success nowadays is how you monetize your passion. Uh, should everyone think of that? Should, should everyone think of it that way, or uh, pursue your passion regardless of whether you are getting a living from it? That's a great question. Thank you for that question. Mm, um, mm. 
um yeah yeah that's that's a great question i think it depends upon where you are in your life uh from a financial perspective so if you have the privilege for instance when i left my corporate career i had enough savings and also a husband to rely on who was still earning and still part of the grind to take this leap of faith and to jump into entrepreneurship and to give myself you know a year or two of uh, let's say loss of income or less income uh, to pursue my passion but not everybody um, has that privilege and and that's another thing with millennials that a lot of them come to me for career change in fact 80% of my clients come to me for changing careers be it anything change of industry function or you know leaving corporate and starting their own thing but they don't have the resources to do that so when you know when i ask questions about okay what's your financial safety net your cushion there's not much because they haven't saved or invested or done much uh, let's say on that front uh, so if yes if you're uh, if you are not relying your passion to pay the bills fully and it's a side hustle and a side kick great I, I, actually i think that's how uh, it should start um so that you know you are not too bogged down or bothered by because at the end of the day then you put everything in one basket right so if you are relying on your passion to make you happy to make you fulfilled to pay the bills to uh, you know keep uh, uh, everything running in the house then it very soon won't be a passion <laughs> because uh, we're putting too much stress um, on it i absolutely agree and i think um for me as well it's one of those things where i i I think if you just do it long enough as a passion without thinking if you can uh, for without thinking of the the monetization um eventually it'll find a way to to get monetized if you do something hmm. long enough and if you do it well enough and you start getting better at your craft uh, someone somewhere will will want to chip in and uh, and get in on on the the project or on that passion I mean there are multimillionaires that have have made it on Twitch uh streaming games and uh they they've streamed games so well and so long that they found a way to monetize it which is still mind-boggling to me like it's amazing it's amazing that esports is is a thing where there are people that are millionaires from it um so I'm sure there's there's always a way to monetize uh, Mike saying mm. heading out to the bank and post office hopefully be back here before the end cheers stay metal stay gold thank you for tuning in Mike stay safe out there um and uh yeah well hopefully we'll see you back here if we don't uh, there's always a a rerun of the show and you can also catch it on audio only um Judy saved me uh with with one of the comments she was asking why is it showing episode 9 uh, you're absolutely correct it was episode 10 i quickly fixed it when you guys weren't looking um it did say <laughs> episode episode 9 in the corner uh but uh, but i fixed that um perfect answer you nailed it thanks Awesome. I'm glad I'm glad uh, you're tuning in. You got to tell me how to pronounce your name, brother. Or, or why why Kiru? Tell me if I'm saying it right. Um if you could like you know, spell it out with spaces or something on how to pronounce it cuz I'd love to to shout you out. You've uh, been awesome on this episode. Um I want to talk to you about passions. Uh now that this is the the gist of the conversation. Um you sing I've seen on your Instagram. <laughs> I do. Is that considered your passion? Are you is music your Oh, your for passion? sure, for sure, for sure. Like there are very few things like you know if somebody asked me uh, those three things that uh, you cannot allow anybody to take away from you and you want to you know very close to my heart, singing is one of them. 
for sure uh, ever since i was a kid i think uh, i think music is either in you or you know it's just uh, i i just can't even find the words to explain how uh, fulfilling and uh, yeah gratifying it is for me yeah i'm i mean i'm uh, i'm a big i i'm not a music uh instrument guy i don't know if that makes sense like i've never i've i like the creation of music i don't care uh, how i get there so i i play a little bit of guitar i play a little bit of bass i play some drums i i can't sing for to save my life but i could scream uh, the, metal, <laughs> the metal style of of singing um and i do all of that uh i i started figuring that out i'm like a jack of all trades master of none because i really didn't care about uh honing one craft i just love creating uh, music so i learned mm. enough just just enough to kind of get my foot through the door and be able to put a song together um and now with uh with the band with Svengali with the guys uh being able to write better because they're obviously much better musicians at their craft than <laughs> i am um it was uh it was very uh very interesting to see the the transition from like super i'm still very very passionate about it but the transition from like it being just something i did uh for fun that no one ever heard to like what we're doing now with mm. the band and having people like tattoo the logo on them and people know the words and stuff wow, like that. Wow. it's uh, it's That's a very amazing cool, yeah very cool transition to see uh, just how far uh, the passion can go and and how many people relate to it um but also to answer uh to answer that question it is not monetized um we, we're still uh it's just a very expensive hobby for now i want to hear from you adnan how you pursue your passion while running a family now yeah that is a great question um it was it's been uh it's been very um unique and different um it hasn't completely changed the way i do things um uh, my wife tara and the kiddo uh have been amazing and uh, i've i've been personally wanting to stay home a lot more than uh, than usual i've been wanting uh, to to stay around now with the lockdown and the quarantine and stuff that kind of uh solved the issue of where i have to go for work um but uh the balance uh for between family time and and uh and work time or passion or anything like that is just i found the best way to do it is just to let everyone know what you're planning to do first of all because a lot of people don't and the whole like i'm just stepping out for a couple of hours doesn't work um let everyone know what you plan to do and uh just i i've i've been trying as hard as i can to do everything after uh hours basically so in, in this podcast is at nine because everyone's asleep already um uh what i do with the, with the band with jm and the writing new stuff and all that stuff uh we do uh online uh after hours as well and i try i try as, as hard as i can to be present as much as possible and uh to do everything if, I, if i'm going extra mile might as well do it uh do it a little later it's uh it's a lot more difficult um but it's i'm still learning man it's been six months his six too <laughs> uh, yes you said it correctly uh, the japanese way awesome i'm glad i did so um how what got you what got you into music we didn't talk about the history of of that did you did you sing uh can you hear me um uh, because i can't yeah. see myself on the screen 
No, we can hear you and see you. Oh, okay. So I think it's okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I think it um I couldn't see myself but anyway no worries. Okay. No. So what got me into music um I think it was always there but um I needed that push to sort of uh, pursue it and learn it um so um I've been learning now for about uh, 8 to 9 months. Um so I I'm I'm a novice like you know just started just started learning um I usually like to sing more eastern classical kind of music so that's more my genre. and uh in my language and uh yeah so i i'm now i'm taking online lessons so i was learning before obviously live um in a group uh with people and now i'm doing online lessons uh super excited about it uh that's something that really gets me on a high and after my you know weekly lessons i take out the time to practice and the more i sing the more i feel better the more i feel at peace and calm and uh yeah it's absolutely a passion. So let's see where this goes. I don't have a clear goal in mind when it comes to singing, just learning and um just wanting to get better. Um yeah. That's awesome. I I love that. I love I I this is uh, I don't know if this answers uh, some of the questions that were before but I I don't have the passion I do uh that's that's uh like music is the only I I've only done two things. film uh, which was a passion of mine that turned into the monetized uh, job and then music and i have this this weird um uh a defense mechanism when it comes to music about it turning uh, monetized or turning into something that uh, that can be turned into a job i i would love to be a full-time musician for example but i feel like it'll take away from that that uh, thing it has in in my life that like escapism mm. uh, it has this escape mm. feel to it which which i don't think it would have if it was a full time job like say a full time uh, uh, bar band or or something that someone that does something like that i have so much respect for them uh, that they could finish playing all night and then go and enjoy uh, writing music for themselves that that blows my mind i don't think i have that spectrum mm. Mm-hmm. But um speaking of online you were saying you're you're taking online lessons how are you using uh this time online uh are you doing courses is uh, are you still doing sessions online how how does it work right now Yeah so I think from a technological perspective my business was already uh, online so I've had um, I I've had you know I have global clients so we do sessions on Zoom Skype whatever works uh, yes clients have obviously reduced now given the uh, the market dynamics but uh, yeah I I use the time obviously in meetings uh, talking to people in different groups communities uh taking one online course so far doing singing um teaching my daughter uh, home learning which is a pain uh 3 <laughs> 4 hours in the morning gone yeah, <laughs> totally. we got a lot of comments about that uh last time when we were talking about uh, home learning and and that uh, the online classes and stuff that that are also happening with the internet ro- going down then not being able to finish the class and stuff like that It must be crazy i can't imagine Yeah, yeah yeah it's frustrating and to and to manage i only have one daughter so thank god for for that but uh, it's just like chasing her to get to do something that would take 5 minutes and spending an hour and a half you know because obviously kids are going through their own emotions kids sometimes express their own express so you have to um take that into consideration but yeah lots going on so um uh the 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 live streaming culture now 
has gone up not only for the the classes and the the lessons or the seminars or the sessions that everyone's taking or the meetings um but just live streaming in general i know we're live streaming um uh, but also on instagram uh all over all over the world uh everyone's live streaming you can't even find a usb capture cards anymore they're all sold out um do you think anything if if there's anything to take away uh from from this lockdown from this quarantine about how people are using the internet do you think anything can can translate um, for example, I personally think that uh, companies uh, can are, are completely going to be different after this uh, in terms of having their employees in an office. Mm. They found out that there's a lot of people that can do the same job or more yep. because there's not there isn't even working hours anymore um, mm. from home mm. with a connection. Uh, so it'll be a lot easier for especially those tech companies uh, to just buy people some fast internet and not have to rent out a massive uh studio or uh, sorry studio I, I always think production <laughs> rent out rent out an office uh, office space um yeah is there anything through these lives that you're seeing that there's a there's a trend that might change when this is all over i think for sure for sure uh, on on all levels so i think it's a wake-up call for all those uh people who weren't um they have to up their tech game after this for sure. So let's say uh, companies who were just traditionally doing the nine to five and there was no concept of remote working or flexible working even one day a week or there was no access uh, to the data and systems and processes for employees to even work um, from home. Once they have done that, like I know a lot of banks, a lot of different um, uh, sectors are doing that, that they're buying those uh, uh, technologies and softwares to equip their employees to work from home only now and they're setting it up now. Um, you know, there's confidentiality a lot of different reasons so once you have done this and you've done this for a couple of months and it's become a habit it's been more than 30 60 90 days uh, it has to continue for sure so i think people who weren't doing it at all it's a wake-up call and this on by the same token people who are um, online on social media whatever freelancers marketing their own brand their own business who weren't um, on social media platforms at all none of them and were completely sort of you know uh, leading their of uh, living their offline lives it's a wake up call for them as well because now they have to I, I see people scrambling and sort of you know uh, literally on the edge trying to learn at the same time and do at the same time people who weren't doing any videos before us creating content doing videos um, uh, creating all these mediums uh, to pivot their business and to make sure that you know it's it's still up and running so I think um, what I find is that this whole piece of celebrities and influencers and super famous people who are always 24-7 live or creating much more content and are much more accessible now has sort of created this really um, cluttered online space that will go down because as, as we resume our lives those people will get busy and will create less content but then these people who weren't doing anything and now have learned and have uh, realized the importance of having an online presence they will continue that so i think it's it's a good step so whichever stage people were at everybody's doing a little bit more like you're doing these lives you're doing a little bit more i'm attending a lot of lives doing podcasts creating more video content than before so at every wherever we were at we are doing a little bit more than that and we will see the value of it um and these habits will stay uh, in the future as well absolutely and i think i think um uh you got to tell me uh from from your perspective but for me the the initial idea of of doing these lives um started from uh, basically, JM and I did one on the band page uh, for us just to talk to the fans and just say, 
hey, we're not, we're not going to be playing any shows. Do you guys have any questions? There's a new album coming out, um, all that stuff. And then we found that the interaction and the, the questions and the uh, answers were more about general inspiring motivation. Where did you get uh, the, uh, the motivation to do this? What inspires you to do that? And um, I just found it very interesting to have a community of people, especially during this time, uh, just talk about some positive stuff and maybe someone can get a nugget of, of help here or, uh, you know, mm. um, ins inspired to start their own uh, live stream or make their own song. James also doing videos on how you can uh, record studio quality stuff from the house just with a laptop mm. and a guitar, stuff like that. So um, I, I think I think there's a, there's a also for, for the other side, for the people that are doing the lives, um, maybe not all of them, but there's also this sense of like uh, reaching out, uh, not only just mm. to help, but also just to in, uh, selfishly interact with people. Uh, that that <laughs> because because for me, I get more, uh, I get a lot out of this uh, live just as much as everyone else does. I think it's it's one of the most interesting things I do in the week. I, I, we do it three times a week. I look forward to these uh, as as much as anyone else does. So I'm very. Uh, uh, when when people do go live and stuff like that i i i am very curious about the uh intent that's the word i was looking for i was looking for it right there <laughs> i'm very curious <laughs> about the intent um uh, but also uh i i always i always give them the benefit of the doubt because i think uh it, it there is some like reaching out to uh hmm. to get people to interact with uh, in a time like this yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And, and intent is something when it's clear, it's pure, it shows. Um, so, you know, hats off to you. Great job keeping it up and running and doing 10 episodes three times a week. And you rightfully said that, you know, it's, it's, um, it goes both ways. So people, your audience get something out of it and you get out of it. You get energy and, you know, uh, interaction and learning and talking to people. So I think those people who are creating this content and going live with a, with a meaning, with a clear intent, with an objective and really offering value and adding value to their audience it's great and the audience can see that as well but at the same time you see other people who are just there for you know the heck of it um so yeah everybody uh, it, it's absolutely. for free you can do it so why not <laughs> absolutely absolutely um thanks gorgon uh for joining yelena uh, Muhammad Taifi, thank you for joining um if you guys have any uh, any questions while uh, while we wrap this up i'm going to jump in the comments for a bit but, but if you guys have any questions, any comments, anything at all you want to say, uh, say it now. We're going to be reading uh, through all the comments uh, while we wrap this up. And um, Simon, thank you so much uh, for, for giving me your time, man. It's, uh, it's absolutely uh, always a pleasure uh, talking to you. Um, I, I do genuinely uh, get um, like a burst of energy every time we've, uh, we've talked or met. So it's very, very cool for me. Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for setting this up. It was wonderful. Uh, you know, despite all the tech issues, we made it <laughs> and we had like, you know, meaningful conversation covered, you know, you know, quite uh, meaty, substantial points. So thank yeah, yeah. you. We're not talking about the tech issues anymore. <laughs> We're not. mentioning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't want to jinx it. <laughs> so uh, Judy says, uh, even teaching, we're working with kids and parents all day. 7 p.m. on a Friday is ridiculous and we've had no remote training. Yeah, that mm. uh, I think I think uh, a, a common thread is, especially for people that are now working from home uh, remote, 
uh, teaching kids or not, uh, whether it's online or not, uh, the training part, uh, training people to use their gear to, to deliver the, the quality of you know, teaching or, or work that they want to they wanna present is it's one of the hardest things, I think. Um, but yeah, definitely mm. uh, tra training is one of them. Uh, let's see, where are we? Um, there's a few comments that I see on the screen that aren't in the chat. Um, I think that's true, Adnan, but you lose the social interaction of people being together. Uh, flexi working maybe but i do think we need to be careful we don't socially isolate by choice for too many days uh yeah i absolutely agree i think i think the uh social isolation um i don't remember who said this uh, but someone i'm pretty sure that i watched said um call it physical distancing instead of social distancing uh stay connected to the people you need to be connected mm. to uh stay uh, stay close and stuff but don't social isolate uh, from from the world. Don't like disconnect from from the rest of the world. I think it's very important to stay connected uh, to family and friends and uh, and everyone you wanna you wanna talk to. Uh, Judy, yes, Joy. I miss my students. I miss my uh, colleagues. I miss walking up to the third floor ten times a day. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine that being hard. Um, I've personally. Uh, been working from home or from a uh, home office or even from an office uh, that's primarily just me alone in it uh, for for a long long time so uh, being able to make the transition wasn't as insanely hard um, but I'm starting to get into that like I, I need I need to hang out and just see someone uh, at, for any reason <laughs> Samuel, did you have you you also uh, kind of uh, have a home office slash you have another office outside that you always bounce to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I uh, mostly work from home and that's why the transition uh, in the lockdown has not been as crazy from a work from home perspective. Uh, but yeah, I work from cafes, co-working spaces, coaching centers. Um, yeah, but then having your kid 24-7 in the house and then working from home is another ball game altogether. <laughs> so that's been quite challenging. Because yeah, usually she would go to school and then would come back, you know, uh, midday, not even midday, like by 3, 4 p.m. So, you know, half the day is gone. Yeah, yeah. So where I want to see there's something uh, going on with the comments where I could see uh, a comment on the screen. Um, but I can't see it here in the uh, in the chat. I'm not sure if it was deleted or not. But anyway, um, we'll continue. Uh, Judy and Joy says yes. Uh, I make sure uh, I make sure I go my project and see my staff from a distance, as I have to. As I have to know, I have seen they are okay. Uh, I have an amazing team and uh, I miss them. So yes, I get you, Judy. Judy says, Adnan, I don't sit or stand still at all. Nine to four, now I'm sitting all day. Yeah, I can uh, I can imagine that being very, very difficult. Um, do you have any tips, Samia, for the, the sitting around all day? Even if it's not how to set up your workstation, is there something mental exercise that we could do 
uh, to get out of the, the yeah i think i think uh, for sure um, especially when those people who are having back to back meetings i would say keep some time from one meeting to the other because uh, it's so convenient because you're not traveling or commuting anymore that you would have meetings from like 1 to 2 and straight away 2 to 3 3 to 4 so have breaks um, in the meetings even if it's 10 to 15 minutes so you go get up walk get some water uh, you know have some do some stretching so one is to do that two for sure try to fit in any kind of workout uh, during the day uh, even if you're not into workouts or fitness or you don't like workouts whatever your situation might be have some kind of stretching or light yoga or uh, you know any form of even if it's 10 minute warm up cardio kind of a thing because it really changes your body state and your energy because without realizing when we are out we are climbing up the stairs walking uh, doing chores we're up and running and at home we tend to especially if you're bogged down with a lot of meetings you're sitting uh, on one at one place so you know how much your energy you know changes and positive hormones and everything happens when you change uh, when you work out so definitely do that the other thing for extroverts especially so people like me who love to party and go out and be around people um, mix up your social interaction as well with people so some people are very much let's say texting kind of people some are more voice notes people some are just you know uh, pick up the phone and and call mix it up do a little bit of everything and uh, what we miss the most when it comes to our friends and our uh, people is the shared experiences that we used to have with them that we can no longer have now so it's not just about talking and saying hey man how's your day how's how's everything going and doing that small talk but doing things together they're doing things together that we love to do having a meal together enjoying uh, you know uh, live music together so uh, come up with creative ideas throw a party uh, like we did a friday brunch once with friends where we um, ordered in food and we had like this whole pizza party and put some music and had our friends on zoom and did silly things and danced and you know jokes and you know weird stuff and it was great because we're having an experience together we're not just sitting and talking um so yeah so just mix things up another thing that's working for me is out of my things to do that i like and that i'm passionate about i do them differently on every single day so let's say one day i would uh, do a lot of singing the other day i would do a lot of reading then the other day i would do a cooking marathon which is something also i love but i would do different things so not every day is the same um and so you mix things up in the routine because the worst feeling is that you get out of the bed and you're like okay i don't care if it's monday or wednesday it's just the same day it's just the same day so try to change as many things as you can starting from how you look what you're wearing what you're going to eat when you're going to eat in your routine um as much as you can yeah absolutely i think that's something i also learned even uh, back in the day when when i was working from home um just just changing like you're going out even if you're just going into the other room completely completely changed my mindset for for the day um uh, judy saying thanks sam uh, i'm walking around my house doing laps and up the stairs 10 times this morning uh, and every break good advice my cats think i've lost my mind <laughs> <laughs> enjoy saying good stuff uh, i have a huge arse now uh pardon me i mean bottom and she has a bunch of cake emojis Um trust me joy I uh I get you. I've been I've been eating a bunch um as well. But uh last episode we had uh Laura on uh, who's who's a fitness uh coach, insane woman who is won the Ironman challenge. Um and she uh after the show we we did agree because a lot of you guys said it would be a lot of fun for her to kick my ass in training. Um so when this thing is over, that's a video we're going to make. She's uh 
she's gonna kick my ass. So it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and with all that ass kicking uh, to end the show, uh, Samia, thank you so much for being here. Make sure you guys check her out on Instagram. Um, her company is called Unwind the Grind, uh, also on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's thank you. A- thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Very interactive uh, audience and great questions. Uh, always great talking to you. And I look forward to uh, to having a session, whether it's online or, or in real life, very, very soon. Um, I'll sure, be doing anytime. A, lot, a lot more of these, uh, uh, these podcasts. Uh, I'm calling them podcasts, even though it's really not a podcast when it's primarily video, right? But I'll be doing a lot more mm. of these. And um, I'd love to get your, uh, I'm going to send you a bunch of links. I'd love to get some of your uh, input on the self-brand and where this is all going. <laughs> anytime, anytime, anytime. Thank you guys for uh, for tuning in live. Everyone that's been here, uh, Judy, Joy, uh, Waikuru, thank you so much. Um, uh, Gorgon, Yelena, Muhammad Taifi, Tara, everyone that's been here, Mike, uh, hope you watch this when you're back. Um, uh, John Baker, thank you all. Uh, Abla, oh, Ben Monroe just joined. Ben, I'm sorry, we're heading out, um, but you can uh, you can watch the stream right after. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for making it a great episode. I'll see you guys on uh, Saturday. Uh, for episode 11 we're in the double digits we we got this guys we are in the double digits thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you soon thanks samia thank you bye-bye thanks everyone